Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Bye. This is Wednesday, December 13th, 2017, and welcome to episode number 430 of the Mother's Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you as we get set and get ready and get set to talk about our favorite subject of all time, professional wrestling. As we always do, we'll start off with our Wrestling News and Views segment brought to you tonight our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, representing here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Terry Geralimo. J.D., of course, <clears throat> is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer, also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also tonight on the chat bo- on the TalkShoe chat box tonight, bringing you the race and history and birthdays for today, is the human suitcase machine himself, John Gross, John is the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> and also, of course, part of the team that brings you, also part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio, as we said every Monday afternoon. And also, of course, on the line here with us, uh, a fellow one of JD's fellow native Western Pennsylvanians, as we've called him, <laughs> also known as the Heartbreak Kid. Of course, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and a Raw Radio contributor. He is, of course. Uh, as we said, the heartbreak kid. But of course, we know him better by simply by by starting starting out with this little sound. Hey, it is Fonzie on here with us here tonight. And before we go any further, let's go ahead and welcome these three gentlemen: JD, John, and Fonzie on to what will be an explosive and dynamic episode number four of Revolution. And if that's not all, ladies and gentlemen, this uh, portion of Revolution is brought to you by the good people of Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, what's in your dew? Please stop it, Jamie. <laughs> Make us a bit. Be sure to try their new drink the holiday. That's actually drinking on the show. 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 That's actually drinking on the show
Yeah. Oh, cheap price. Hey, free drinks. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, anyway, let's go. Let's go ahead and get. Let's go ahead once again, here, folks. Get back here. And, uh, once again, welcome to the our three gentlemen here. And of course, I'll let you know our live video feed tonight. To Georgia Championship Wrestling is WWS beginning of a dream. But you can, uh, of course, if you want to check out the live video for episode 430 of Revolution tonight, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash GCWS beginning beyond if you want to go ahead and watch it. And as soon as we time turned the volume down there a bit, well, okay, there you go. Thank you. <clears throat> also, of course, uh, George, if you want to call us here, of course, and through the regular method here, of course, through talkshoot.com. Phone number, as always, is 1-724-444-7444. Call ID 138-055-POUND. Imagine six numbers. Press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we had to talk about here, of course, right here on on episode 430 of Revolution. Uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get things rocking and rolling here. But, of course, in addition to wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, we'll be bringing you, of course, uh, our thoughts and opinions on what happened tonight uh, uh, what happened last night, excuse me, on uh, the t- uh, SmackDown Live. And also we'll th- bring in a few, three other little pieces of uh, uh, some wrestling, wrestling extras, even something that uh, we did here a little bit earlier, and we'll talk more about that here in just a few moments. Let's go and get the rest yeah. of the news and views taken care of. And, of course, we've got someone here waiting in the wings to get that done. Of course, from King Ice, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Iceman, G.D., Jared DiGiorno, who, of course, was doing the cheap Mountain Dew plug here just about two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go ahead and bring it in right now. J.D., what's going on in the wrestling news front tonight? Just when you thought the story of Mario Vitale took a turn for the uh, worse, Howard, it even got worse today, however. No pun intended. I know it's not a word, but it got yeah. even bad, even even more terrible today. ABC has now announced they have removed the Great Baking Show due to multiple allegations of sexual misconduct against the pastry chef, Johnny Izuni. The chef, who is our judge on the show and Pro Variety, has been accused of sexual harassment and misconduct by several employees at John George, his New York restaurant. According to the site, one woman claimed that the judge stuck his tongue in her ear in three or four separate occasions. Another claimed that he would suggestively touch female staffers on the rear end using kitchen utensils. A total of eight women have come forward with allegations against him. ABC said the following earlier tonight. In light of allegations that recently have come to our attention, ABC has ended its relationship with Johnny Azuni and will not be airing the remainder of the Great American Baking Show episodes. ABC takes these matters, such as those described in the allegations, very seriously and has come to the conclusion that they violate our standards of conduct. This season's winner will be announced at a later date. Episodes of The Great Christmas Light Fight Hour and CMA Country Christmas will take place this week and next. So apparently that show has now been pulled off the air by the network. Meanwhile, however, WWE has also announced, however, they have decided to host a new show, however, if you will, however. It will be titled, however, I just saw it, however, if you can give me a second, however. Um, Mixed Match Challenge, I think. Yeah, Mixed Match Challenge, thank you. Yes, that was it, however. And we understand, however, that it will premiere in January. In addition to that, however, they will air 12 weeks of the show, however, starting in January, however, pushing the 205 Live show back to 10.30 p.m. beginning on January 16th. 
Meanwhile, of course, John Cena will be coming out with his new movie, Ferdinand, where he plays a talking bull, however, coming up this Friday. Of course, in addition to that, Nikki Bella announced, however, today on her social media website, The Bell Twins Army, that they have confirmed a wedding date, but have not announced when it, where it will be held, and that she will be also returning to the ring very, very soon. Meanwhile, Scott Dawson is close to being cleared for his return to the ring after an injury that took place during the summer and he underwent surgery. Of, of torn biceps uh, back in August. Pro Wrestling Sheet reports that, according to sources, he is set to get cleared by the end of the month, barring any physical complications. Meanwhile, however, tonight on NXT, Ember Moon took on Peyton Royce, while the authors of Pain were also in action, however, on NXT on USA. Also on the show, Alistair Black met, believe it or not, for the first time, Adam Cole, and in a very good match, however, mind you, however, almost... Sin almost won. Now, next week, folks, however, promises to be even a bigger week for NXT. Pete Dunne will meet Tyler Bates for the third time for the UK title, and Sanity will defend the tag team titles against Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, a.k.a. the Unauthorized Era. So it should be a very, very good show, to say the least. Uh, let's see, any other news? Uh, Shayna Baszler, of course, has been confirmed, believe it or not, for NXT. I believe she will be, let's see, i just trying to find this out. She will be confirmed for NXT, I believe, next week. Uh, no, she'll be doing very soon, however, believe it or not. So, of course, the Queen of Spades, of course, who has been seen training at the Performance Center, however, and a good friend of Ronda Rousey, will be making maybe possibly right after the first of the year, maybe possibly in late January in Philadelphia, her NXT or WWE debut. We will keep you up to date with this story. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Uh, Fonzie, turn down your volume just a bit there, but That's okay. Uh, Thank you very much, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with King and W.O. Jawarty Smith and King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that spit the print here in the radio network. And, of course, they always find a way to make that news fit. Uh, and of course, if it does, and well, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. Excuse me about that. Kind of screwed up. I've been doing that for years, and then that's now screwed that up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, of course, as GTS, of course, of course, for GTS, in honor of our good friend GTS, of course, super glue and duct tape. You cannot beat that big time combination at all. That's the best way to make it fit, indeed. Let's go ahead and see what we have here in terms of wrestling history and birthdays. Uh, for, of course, uh, for the day, December the 13th, courtesy of our own human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, before we do that, we'll let you know that we did we did get, uh, of course, uh, let you know that the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, did pop on here for just a moment on our live video feed here from GCWS. Uh, she's just popping in and up to say hello. Of course, as you know, folks, Anne is a multiple title holder as part of our Trivia Championship Series. And also, of course, she is a 2016 WWS Hall of Famer as well. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, the Trivia Championship uh, Series, of course, you know, if you remember here last week here, folks, uh, Ann uh, got a real good victory here, and don't mean to rub it in, J.D. No, uh, she, pulled, she did. She was on her game. She was definitely on her A game that night. I told her, or even at one apiece tower, and I told her if she wants to go a third round, I'm ready anytime, anywhere. Okay. And, of course, Kermit, of course, one belt she now holds under in her uh, trophy case. She told me this the other night. That actually, the night that she won, she put it right back in there. She put it in there. Oh. It was the NJPWS World Heavyweight Title. Yes. Well deserved. So, uh, 
So there you go. So we'll be looking forward to see, probably seeing another future matchup between Ann and J.D. somewhere down the road. We'll have to yes. see what All right, let's see what John has here in the history of birthdays here for today, December the 13th. 46 years ago today, which would put it at 1971, <clears throat> Antonio Inoki's apparent coup to take over the Japan Wrestling Association went up in flames when he got fired by the, from the company. Flames, fired. Boy, isn't that funny? Same thing. At the time, Inoki was the NWA United National Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> so he was forced to vacate his title. Inoki would start his own promotion, New Japan Pro Wrestling, the next year. Giant Baba, JWA's other big name, leaves the next year, too, to form his own company, All Japan Pro Wrestling. Without their two biggest names, the Japan Wrestling Association isn't long for this world, as they would lose their affiliation with the NWA to All Japan, and JWA shuts down in 1973. Thirty years ago today, we put it in 1987, uh, near uh, GTS's neck of the woods, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Dynamite Kid suffered a severe back injury during a tag team match between the British Bulldogs and the team of Don Morocco and Cowboy Bob Orton. Kid was kneed in the back. Ooh, not back. That makes my back hurt. Just about that. Then took several chair shots to the back. He was rushed to the hospital to repair two torn lumbar discs. Ooh. According to Kid, of course, his real name was Tom Billington. While in the hospital, the WWF sent in Bret Hart to pick up his WWE tag team title belt. Billington refused, but he soon checked out of the hospital. WWF Chairman Vincent Mann insisted they drop the titles to the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. However, Billington agreed to drop the titles, but only to the Hart Foundation, which they would do in January of 1987. The injury all but ended the British Bulldogs as a top-tier tag team in the WWF. The last pay-per-view as a tag team was at the 1988 Survivor Series. The duo was split up in 1990 after the British Bulldog returned to the WWF. Dynamite Kid would wrestle regularly until 1991, and he would eventually retire in 1996. He's a great wrestler, by the way. Dynamite yeah. Kid, I doubt. Yes. Uh, here, here we, here we go. Uh, here we go. Um, uh, JD said we were talking about right here earlier, and I'll go ahead and bring this up. 29 years ago today, 1988, AWA along with WCWA, powerful women of wrestling, and CWA presented Super Clash 3 from the UIC Pavilion in Chicago. It became a financial failure with 1,672 fans in attendance and only about 40,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Given the financial disaster resulted in many other participants on the show not seeing a dime of the revenue, basically killing Vern Gagne's relationships with the other promotions. WCWA and CWA merged soon after the event to form the USWA, AWA and the powerful women of wrestling would fold two years later. In the worst main event ever, which I thought, in my opinion, was a pretty decent match, in my opinion, Jerry Lawler defeated Kerry Von Erich via referee stoppage to unify both AWA and I think it was the WCCW, which was yeah, the WCWA World Heavyweight title. And also a side nugget, the match probably wouldn't have happened. The WWF went to the Illinois State Athletic Commission and pointed out an old rule that said the amputees couldn't compete in championship bouts. Kerry lost his foot once, but it wasn't common knowledge. However, the commission wouldn't investigate the claim until the next day, so the WWF dropped it. And another interesting twist, Von Erich bladed himself in the bicep before the match began. Man, wasn't that because wasn't that he was taking off his robe? He got cut out. That's what I thought happened. He's, 
King hit, had his arm and split it against the rope early in the match, and that's when it started gushing. Yeah, but but here's the thing, though. But, but the thing about it is it started... So I saw this. It's on the greatest wrestling stars of the 80s DVD. Yeah, so did I, and, and I saw it on the AWA DVD, too. I mean, it's on the AWA DVD. He was taking off his robe, though, and I saw that he was looking at it. Nobody was cut a little bit. He was already cut. I think he, he did it in the locker room before the match. No one knew about it, though, from what I remember hearing. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that's well, what I've, 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 I've heard different accounts, though, too, though. But I know what you're talking yeah. about, though. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, JG. 28 years ago today, of course, 1989, WCW presented Starcade 89 Future Shock from the Omni in Atlanta. I think, JG, you did bring this up here a little bit earlier. Yep. One of the last yeah. few times they would do the Omni. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Because 92 was the last time. Oh, okay. Thank you. About 6,000 in attendance with 135,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. The hook of the show was a pair of one-night round-robin tournaments featuring the top four singles wrestlers and top four tag teams in WCW. 20 points would be awarded for a pinfall or submission win, 15 for a countout, 10 for a DQ, 5 for a time of draw, and at zero, of course, for any loss. The winner of the Iron Man tournament was Sting, winning with 40 points. The Road Warriors would win the Iron Team tournament. On the same day in Huntsville, Alabama, in the WWF, Andre the Giant and Haku, of course, the Colossal Connection, would regain the WWF Tag Team titles over Demolition. This would be Andre's last ever championship in his long career. Andre, Andre and Haku would lose the Tag Team titles in April of 1990, of course, at WrestleMania 6, of course, back to Demolition. How funny was, was it, though, they were in Alabama and... Uh... What was it? Uh, WCW was in Atlanta. They were not. Yeah, they weren't too far from each other around that time, mm-hmm, were they? Not at all. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Twenty-four years ago today, we put it at let me see, nineteen ninety-three in Poughkeepsie, New York. Alundra Blaze won the finals of a tournament that captured the vacated WWF Women's Title. WWF Women's Title that was held dormant since February of nineteen ninety would be held by Blaze for five hundred thirty-nine of the next seven hundred and thirty days. Blaze's first reign continued through through November 1994 when she lost the title to Bull Nakano to winning it back in April of 95, the night after WrestleMania. Then she would recapture the belt in October 95 against Bertha Faye. Here we go. Blaze then took the belt to Nitro less than a week after her release in December of 95, but the women's title was reactivated in September of 98. And speaking of, of course, 22 years ago today, 19... uh, Let's see... Uh, 1995, the WF Women's title was deactivated. The title of deactivation came when its champion alone for Blaze, and the entire women's division was let go by the WWF due to cost-cutting measures. The decision came just two days after Asia Kong broke the nose of Chaparita Asari during a match on Monday Night Raw. Just five days later, Alundra, of course her real name is Deborah Maselli, returned to WCW, where she reprised her role as Medusa, in her first act, and of course this was on orders of Eric Bischoff, she dumped the WWF Women's Title Belt in a garbage can. The Women's Title was dormant until the fall of 1998, and of course it remains active to this very day. Of course, on Raw is held by Alundra Blaze, and of course on SmackDown now is held by Charlotte Flair. Uh, <clears throat> I do believe that's correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, 19 years ago today, we put it at let me see, uh, 1998 in Tokyo. RVD and Sabu defeated the Dudley Boys to win the ECW Tag Team titles. That same day, WWF presented In Your House 26 Rock Bottom 
from the General Motors, uh, I believe it was General Motors Center, I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. In Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. 17,677 were in attendance with 287,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. In matches airing on Sunday Night Heat, Gilbert defeated Matt Hardy in under, in under 62 seconds to retain the light heavyweight title. <laughs> Gilbert won. Oh, man. Kevin Quinn defeated Brian Christopher. Triple H defeated Draws in just 97 seconds. And the New Age Outlaws defeated the Acolytes by DQ. In matches that aired on pay-per-view, D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry defeated the Godfather and Val Venus. The Headbangers defeated the Oddities. <clears throat> Steve Blackman defeated Owen Hart by Countout. The Brood defeated Al Snow, Bob Holly, and Scorpio. Goldust defeated Jeff Jarrett by DQ in a striptease match. Jarrett had originally won the match, but Commissioner Shawn Michaels dropped the decision and awarded the victory to Goldust. So with that said, had Jarrett lost the match, Deborah would have to do a striptease. It was a tease as Blue Blazer ended it before Deborah took off her bra. Oh, darn it. Damn it. Uh, next, yeah, I know. The New Age Outlaws defeated Ken Shamrock and the Big Boss Man to retain the tag team titles. Mankind defeated The Rock by, D, by, by KO in a WWF title match as The Rock was not pinned or made to submit. The championship did not change hands. Also, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated The Undertaker in a Buried Alive match to qualify for the 99 Royal Rumble. This would be the second Buried Alive match in WWF history since the 96 Buried Alive when Undertaker took on Mankind, of course, in the first ever one. 18 years ago on Nitro, this was 1999, from New Orleans, Louisiana, the Outsiders defeated Bret Hart and Goldberg to win the, World Tag, the WWE World Tag Team titles. 14 years ago today, in 2003, in Zurich, Switzerland, Sting defeated Lex Luger and Malice in a three-way match to win the World Wrestling All-Stars World Heavyweight title. <clears throat> 12 years ago today, which put it at 2005, at a SmackDown taping in Springfield, Massachusetts, Batista and Rey Mysterio defeated M&M to win the WWE Tag Team titles in tribute to their friend Eddie Guerrero. This made Batista a double champion. Of course, Batista was the World Heavyweight Champion before becoming one of the Tag Team Champions. Yes, indeed. Uh, nine, nine years ago today, <clears throat> I would put it at 2008, in Hamil once again in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, John Morrison and the Miz defeated CM Punk and Kofi Kingston to win the WWE Tag Team titles. Eight years ago today, put it at 2009, WWE, WWE presented the first TLC, Temple's Lighters and Chairs pay-per-view from the AT&T Center in San Antonio. 15,226 were in attendance. <clears throat> with 228,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. That is up from 193,000 homes from the event that it, that replaced it, that it, that it replaced Armageddon in 2008. There were some big title changes. First off, Drew McIntyre defeated John Morrison to win the Intercontinental title, and Sheamus, just six months after his arrival, defeated John Cena to win the WWE title. The last time anyone did that after their arrival was 2002 when Brock Lesnar defeated The Rock at SummerSlam. Lesnar had come to WWE five months ago and at SummerSlam defeated The Rock to win the WWE title. And, of course, I do remember this. is This is one match I remember from that pay-per-view. DX defeated Jericho, of course, Big Show and Chris Jericho, to win the WWE Unified Tag Team titles in a TLC match, the first and only time that Shawn Michaels and Triple H wore the tag team belts together. 
That is amazing. It's the first time they ever did that. Seven years ago, 2010, WWE presented the 2010 Slammy Awards on a special edition of Raw from New Orleans. Uh, here, here, are the, here are the awards right here. The shocker of the year was the Nexus taking out Mr. McMahon. CM Punk won the Despicable Me Award when he sang Happy Birthday to Rey Mysterio's daughter in March of 2010. Pee Wee Herman won Guest Star Shining. <laughs> okay, sorry. The, the holy shh move was John Cena hitting the AA on Batista from the top of a car through, through the stage. I remember that. Edge won the old snap meltdown by destroying the raw anonymous GM's computer. <laughs> I remember that. The knucklehead moment that went to Lay Cool, uh, Lay Cool getting beaten by May Young. Michelle McCool won Diva of the Year. Undertaker, Undertaker retiring Shawn Michaels won Woman of the Year, and John Cena won Superstar of the Year. Okay. Two years ago today, 2015, WWE presented TLC from the TV Garden in Boston. There was only one title change as Dean Ambrose defeated Kevin Owens to win the Intercontinental title. One year ago today, 2016, on Raw, the New Day broke Demolition's 28-year-old record to become the tag team to procure the longest single run with any tag team championship in WWE history. After successfully defending their title in two successive triple threat tag team matches, first against The Bar and The Club, then against the tag team of Chris Jericho and Universal Champion Kevin Owens, and also the team of Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Demolition held the WWE's original World Tag Team title, World Tag Team title, and still held the Pacific record for that from March of '88 through July of 1989. Until the New Day won the titles at SummerSlam 2015 and held the belts for 16 months. <clears throat> uh, we have some birthdays right here today. Uh, happy 34th birthday to Chris Davis. Does anyone know who that is? I've heard the name. I have two. I'm, I can't recall. I'll have to find out who, who that is later. And today would have been the 65th birthday, of course, of Sylvester Ritter, <clears throat> known as the Junkyard Dog. And here is some history for, on him. He was born in Wadesboro, North Carolina, as he played football at the Fayetteville State University, earning honorable mention All-American status as a member of the Sports Hall of Fame, graduating with a political science degree. Ritter debuted in the Tennessee Territory working for promoter Jerry Jarrett before he moved to Nick Gulas's company using the ring name Leroy Rochester. From there, he moved to Stu Hart Stampede Wrestling as Big Daddy Ritter, where he captured the North American heavyweight title twice. In early 1980s, Ritter moved to the Mid-South, where Bill Watts gave him the name and gimmick Junkyard Dog, as he would wear a long chain attached to a dog collar and white boots. He originally came to the ring pushing a cart filled with junk and calling it the junk wagon and lost most of his early matches before his character caught on and became the top face in the company. While on top, he feuded with some of the top heels in the company, including a now infamous angle with the fabulous Freebirds, where they blinded him with hair cream. At the, <clears throat> at the feud, JYD's wife gave birth uh, to their first child, which was made part of the storyline. That was explained. Let's see that JYD couldn't see his new daughter, something that increased the heat on the free birth to the point where they needed police escorts in in and out of arenas. The feud ended with a still-blinded JYD and Michael P.S. Hayes wrestling in a steel cage dog collar match. He had other notable feuds with, of course, Ernie Ladd, Teddy Diossi, 
Kamala, King Kong Bundy, and Butch Reed. And the 1982 feud was with DiBiase. It was particularly notable as DiBiase, once JYD's friend and tag team partner, turned heel and subsequently won a Loser Leaves Town match against JYD with the help of the loaded, with a, of a loaded glove, which was a DiBiase calling card at the time, forcing JYD to leave town for an extended period of time. The JYD-DiBiase feud resumed while JYD was dressed in a mask as Stagger Lee. As DiBiase and the other heels suspected that Stagger Lee was, in fact, JYD, they were unable to unmask him, and Stagger, Stagger Lee would disappear. But the Junkyard Dog returned to reclaim the North American heavyweight title. The feud with Bush Reed was also notable because Reed had turned heel with the help of Buddy, Buddy Landale. They attacked the dog many times on a couple of occasions. They would use chicken feathers to cover up the Junkyard Dog. The two had a series of matches. <clears throat> Many of them were bouts for the prize North American heavyweight title. The matches were also notable for the brutality, which included ghetto street fights, dog collar matches, two out of three pinfall matches, and steel cage matches. JYD was lured to the WWF at the peak of, of, of the feud with Butch Reed. JYD would leave the mid south of the WWF in 1984, where he became a mid-card wrestler but became a heavily over face person. He debuted on a, G, on a Georgia Championship wrestling taping held at the Kiel Auditorium on August 10, 1984, when he defeated Max Blue. While in the WWF, he made a habit of interacting <clears throat> let's see, uh, let's see, with a growing number of young people in the audience, often bringing them into the ring after matches and dancing with them. Ritter won the Wrestling Classic Tournament by defeating Randy Savage by countout in the finals. <laughs> as well as beating Mood Dog Spot and the Iron Sheik in earlier rounds, getting to the final. The tournament was also was also cited as the first ever WWF pay-per-view in November of 1985. Also in 1985, JYD was also a big part of the inaugural shows as well. WrestleMania won when he took on Greg Valentine on March 31st, 1985 for the Intercontinental title. On uh, May 11th, 1985, appearing at the Saturday night's main event, he would wrestle in four WrestleManias, including wrestling Harley Race in 1987. His last WrestleMania was 1988 when he competed in the Battle Royal match. It was eliminated by Bad Press to hit Matt Hart. BYD would leave the WWF in October 1988. His last ever pay per view match was against Rick Rude at SummerSlam in August of 1988. He would debut in the NWA in December 1988, when he, where he would appear during an altercation between the Russian assassins and, and Ivan Koloff. Uh, saving the latter. His first match came shortly after in a TV taping in Atlanta against Trent Knight. He finished the year winning a $50,000 bunkhouse battle royal on December 26, 1988, which was held as a dark match after Starcade 88 went off the air. He spent a few months, a few, the few, first few months of 89 teaming with Ivan Koloff and Michael Hayes against the Assassins. On April 2, 1989, he would beat Butch Reed in New Orleans. He would then be accompanied to the ring by by jazz band. <clears throat> he had a main event run in May 1990. On May 20th, he defeated future WF star The Undertaker in 39 seconds. And JYD would become embroiled in a feud with Ric Flair for the World Heavyweight title. After he gained DQ and non-title victories in house show matches, JYD would give Flair a televised defeat by DQ on June 13, 1990 at Clash of the Champions 11. JYD was part of the short-lived Dudes with Attitudes faction alongside Sting, Paul Orndorff, and El Gigante. 
In the fall, he feuded with Arn Anderson, defeating him in non-title matches in less than 10 seconds on three house shows in September. He finished the year defeating Moondog Rex, the Iron Sheik, and Bill Irwin. In February 1991, he finally gained a title win in the WCW six-man tag team titles, teaming up with Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton after they defeated Dr. Z, Dutch Mantel, and Buddy Landell. JYD would hold the title until June 3, 1991, when they were beaten by the Freebirds in Birmingham, Alabama. He left the promotion in August, but will return in February 1992 at Super Brawl 2. He wrestled in tag team matches with Ron Simmons, Barry Windham, or Big Josh in the next few months. He would form numerous tag teams from 1992 until he left the promotion in July of 1993. Sadly, he died on June 2, 1998, in a single-car accident while he returned home from his daughter's high school graduation in Wadesboro, North Carolina. He had stayed active in professional wrestling until the time of his death. He appeared at the 1998 Wrestlepalooza event just one month before. He was the founder of the Dog Pound Stable, an independent Mid-South promotion based in southern Louisiana. Among Ritter's last contributions to professional wrestling was the training of former WWF wrestlers Rodney Mack and Jazz. His daughter, Latoya Ritter, and his sister, Christine Woodburn, represented JYD as he was inducted into the Hall of Fame um, in, as, a, as a ceremony held on March 13, 2004, by Ernie Ladd, the day before, of course, WrestleMania 20. Thirteen years after JYD's death, his daughter, Latoya, who inducted him into the Hall of Fame in 2004, Sadly, she died on October 19, 2011, after a fall down the stairs. Hmm. Finding her unresponsive, her brother called 911. Paramedics were unable to revive her as she was only 31 years old. And J.D. did gain one Sammy Award, however, in 1986, when he won Best Single Performer. And John said that's all he's got for the rest of history and birthdays here for today. Uh, of course, happy birthday, of course, up in heaven, not there to the legendary K.Y.D., Thank you very much, sir, John, for uh, your wrestling history here for today. And, J.D., thank you very much, sir, for the wrestling news and views here for uh, this evening. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. This is episode number 430 of the Mothership Broadcast Revolution. This is Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and Fonzie here with you here this evening. Uh, let's go ahead, gang, and give our thoughts and opinions on what took place on SmackDown Live last night. Uh, let me see here. Uh, which one Which one wants to uh, go at it here first? Uh, who wants to talk about SmackDown Live first? JD? I'm here. Okay. I'm going to uh, someone else go first. Okay, you are? Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Fonzie, do you have a thought or two about last night's SmackDown Live? Fonzie, are you still with us? Yeah, I think Fonzie may have had to step away here. Uh... Anyway, John's going, I'll go ahead and start with John. He's already starting to put a few things up here, so let's go ahead and see what he has to say here right now. Here is John's SmackDown review. First of all, John could not believe that they let Colin Delaney back in the ring just after nine years. 
Uh, John that was asking the question, wasn't, wasn't he eaten nine years ago? <laughs> yeah. Uh, wasn't this, and John said, wasn't this, wasn't this goofball taking notes like James Ellsworth? Oh, Lord. <laughs> John said he does not know where he's been lately. Uh, I think he's been in the Boone Independent Church, John, to answer your question. And I, I think also how you talk about the nerd boy Ellsworth, his birthday was on Monday. So I'm sure I'm sure like he got finally got a chance to go home and celebrate because he's not in the WWE anymore apparently. <laughs> so uh, well, he his ass kicked by Carmella anymore. And the girls yeah. there. I, I think she, I think he was she was the one she didn't probably wear pants that often when you saw her wrestle. But I think she wore them a lot more than he did. Uh, yeah. Well, talking about Carmella, how I'm sure we'll talk about it in here in, uh, in the next few days. How as far as uh, Clash of the Champions go, hopefully. And I hope to God she does not cash in on Sunday. I know, but you never know, JD. Something you know how because they I mean you got Charlotte and Natty playing doing that lumberjack match, and you know Carmel probably would not have nothing like to do nothing more than spoil everyone's Christmas and ruin everyone's Christmas plan by taking away the title. Right. I would. De- I would definitely have to. Uh, I would definitely have to agree with that. Uh. uh, uh Let's see what else John has to say right here. Uh, Jinder Mahal puts AJ Styles on notice of six days before their championship match. And, of course, KO and Zayn making the yep movement. John said he did like KO and Zayn, but there's only one person who made a movement, and that movement was made in 2014. And the man who made the yes movement, that, of course, is Daniel Bryan. Of course, as far as Nakamura and KO going into the main event, Good main event, John says. These two with Daniel Bryan as a replacing referee. John knows that they're going to turn either Dan- Daniel Bryan or Shane McMahon heel. One of them has to turn heel. John, yeah, says, all, John says that's all he's got for his review of SmackDown. Uh, Fonte, are you still back with us? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Did you have anything, uh, 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 something you wanted to uh, mention about last night's SmackDown? So- the end was weird. Right. Uh, she'll be interesting on Sunday. Uh, I'm the with two referees. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, all I got to say. <laughs> okay. Good Good point of view there. Uh, thank you, Fonzie. Good point of view there, indeed, there. But, uh, JD, okay, man. You're, you're, you are, you are up. Yes, yes I am. Thank you very much. And of course, this is brought to you by the good people at TalkShoe. TalkShoe, the name of the radio station you'd love to listen to. Anyway, SmackDown was in Cincinnati last night at the U.S. Bank Arena, and let's just say the claws came a-flying here in more ways than one. Of course, we started out with AJ and Jinder Mahal, of course, in the Sing 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 Brothers again. Mind you, and of course, as John said, Jinder and apparently along with the Singh Brothers, I don't know if they're back together again and kissing made up or whatever, but they have uh, sent out a message to AJ saying that in six days they're coming back for what was once Jinder's, and that is the heavyweight championship. To that I say to the Maharaja of Madness, or the Meatball Maharaja, however, good luck, because you're going to be seeing another Styles Clash and a flying forearm in your future, buddy, because you're going to be knocked on your ass on Sunday in Boston. 
Next, of course, we had Charlotte take on Ruby Riot. of course. Charlotte ended up winning, of course, afterward. Who shows up at the Riot Squad of Live the Fake Bitch-Ass Morgan, however. Ruby and her counter, however. Then, of course, Carmella, Lana, and Naomi then surprised the Riot Squad from behind, and they had to scramble off. Scramble off to the side of the stage while Naomi checked on her to end the segment, ending that one. Up next, of course, mind you, however, who shows up, however, but the odd couple of odd couples, if you will, KO and Sami Zayn, once again getting up in Shane and Daniel Bryan's face, however, by saying that they're the best of friends, are like, sort of like, uh, what am I trying to think of? Oh, yeah. Like the stepbrothers, like Will Ferrell and uh, John C. Riley, by kissing each other, basically kissing up to Shane and Daniel Bryan, however, trying to find a way to stir the pot, so to speak. Speaking of stir the pot, that leads us to our next match. This, the lone wolf, if you will, Baron Corbin taking on the show-off Dolph Ziggler, or Dolph the douche, as I'm calling him now more and more. Uh, Dolph decided to take a cheap shot, however, mind you, however... Mind you, however, won by DQ, thanks to Bobby Roode, however, costing Corbin the matchup. Well, I can tell you right now how early on I'm going to say this, however, and I'll give more of the reason why my predictions later in the week, but I'll tell you you're going to see a new U.S. champion coming up on Sunday. You can bet on that. Next, you take on the Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan, who are just weird and creepy and wacko, to say the least, with their new uh, gimmick, if you ask me, however. Taking on Colin Delaney, who I don't know why the hell they even called this guy up and gave him another opportunity after a nine-year layoff. Maybe they figured, however, they give him something nice to do for Christmas time. Maybe they're trying to bring uh, some of these old guys back and maybe uh, give him another chance. But whatever the case, it was a quick match and painful and short. Unfortunately, however, before that, we had Brizongo, Tyler Breeze, and Vandango, everyone's favorite, uh, let's just say, uh, wacky duo, comedy duo, how I get up in the face of the Bludgeon Brothers, and I hate to say it, I think those guys are in for a world of pain come Sunday against the Bludgeon Brothers. I really do mean that. Uh, next, of course, we had the Usos taking on Aiden English and Handsome Rusev. Uh, surprisingly, English and Rusev defeated the Usos. I was a little surprised about this. Uh, of course, the New Day was on commentary during this, however. We did not see Gable and Benjamin, however, during the night, unfortunately, however, so go figure. Then, of course, that leads us to another announcement that coming up on the pre-show, however, this Sunday, however, we have another match listed, of course. This time it is Mojo Raleigh versus Long Island IC, however, Zack Ryder, Mr. Woo Woo Woo, if you know it. Um... I think that's going to be a very quick match. I have a funny feeling for some reason that's going to be ending very quickly and very shortly. It might go maybe not even five minutes or close to five minutes or over five minutes. I'll be shocked if it goes over five, but I think it'll be under five minutes. And then, of course, it's also announced the Bludgeon Bars will take on Rizongo. Then, of course, we have our big man event, which was Randy Orton defending, uh, being the bodyguard associate of the King of Strong Style, the former NXT two-time champion. I believe he's the two-time champion, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'm pretty sure about that. I have to double-check to be sure. Maybe John can confirm that to me. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Mr. Pop-Up Powerbomb with his bestie KO. Uh, this was the best match by far of the entire night, hands down, however. But once again, however, it just goes to show you Sammy and KO will do anything they can just to continue to stir the pot. And I think come Sunday they're going to be... Uh, 
wondering uh, how much more of the pot they're going to continue to stir, continue to cause havoc, however, because I'll tell you right now, if they think they're going to get away with the shenanigans they've been pulling lately with Shano and Daniel Bryan, well, guess what? They might be in for a little bit of a surprise come Sunday, because I think now with KO uh, realizing that Shane's not only the guest referee, you got Daniel Bryan tossed into the mix, too. This uh, turns the match around completely around 180, excuse me, 180 degrees. I do think, however... You could see a heel turn from one of these guys happen here, however, but we'll have to see what happens. But overall, this was the best match of the night. As far as the show goes, uh, final analysis of the show goes, it wasn't that great of a show. It was another letdown, and it continues to be more and more of a letdown the last few weeks. However, they are really struggling right now, trying to get the fans to watch. I can understand with a lot of things on, like hockey, baseball, hockey, uh, basketball, that sort of thing. But once again, it just seemed like the crowd didn't give two squirts about this show at all. And speaking of squirts, that leads me to my next uh, rant. The 205 Live Show. We talked about this uh, on uh, Revisited Tonight, however, the debate table. And we even brought it up a little bit on Outside the Ropes, somewhat. I think it's time that WWE has got to cut their law. I've said this so many times, I keep on saying it almost every week. But I mean it even more and more. And I keep meaning it more and more. After what happened last night with 205 Live and that hokey main event, however, I think WWE has just got to find a way to put something else on Tuesday night. I don't care if you rerun old episodes of Ride Along. I don't care if you even put on Story Time. Those were entertaining, a little bit of funniness, and also humorous, and also uh, kind of serious. But right now, as far as overall quality programming on the show, however, they're struggling. They are really, really struggling to put on decent shows after their live TV shows. I mean, Table for Three is still a good show, don't get me wrong. I mean, I don't have the network firsthand, but I can tell you if I did, I'd be watching a lot of those. I'd be watching more of the old school stuff, the NXTs, the AWAs, the WCCWs, whatever. As far as the 205 Live show goes, right now, they are basically barely clinging to life support at this time. I mean, more and more, they're barely just hanging on by a thread each and every week. And last night they showed once again that it was the worst show of the night by far. The fans absolutely crapped all over the main event, as we saw with the whole Enzo Tony Neesing. And, of course, the fans were insulted by the way it all went down. Uh, with this whole new show that's coming up in January, however, and with 205 Live supposedly going out on tour next month, however, with their live shows, a la NXT, a la WWE Raw and SmackDown, they might want to think twice about doing this now, because I think tell you right now, they are not going to get a lot of fans coming out to support them. They will not. And so I think it's time for WWE right now to make the decision to pull the plug and pull the plug now. Not wait till the end of the year, the first part of the new year. Pull it within the next week or so, or if not, pull it before the first of the year. Because right now, I can tell you right now, you are losing more and more viewers every Tuesday night by putting on the same crap week after week and just insulting the fans' intelligence. And like I said, it was no more evident than the case was last night. So WWE, Vince, Kevin Dunn, all you stupid people who write 205 Live, you better make a decision soon about pulling the plug, because if you don't, how you're just going to continue to get the same old rants from me, however, more and more, and from fans out there. So you've got to put something else on, because right now it's just not working. It isn't. And like I said, as far as this whole new show that's coming up, however, before 205 Live in January, the um, what's the show called again? You already said the name of the show. Yeah. 
Don't even air it. Give it. Just pull that off the table right now. This is not going to be a successful. This will last a week, if that, and then fans will get tired of it quickly. I can tell you right now, it's not going to work either. So either air some new quality programming on Tuesday night. Like I don't care if you bring back maybe main event. Hell, I don't care if you bring superstars back to television. Something worthwhile that'll entertain the fans on Tuesday night after SmackDown. I don't care, like I said again, if you put on old episodes of Ride Along or uh, Story Time, the funny show there, or even put on uh, original programming specials that of different wrestlers and tell them about their history, like Finn Balor or Goldberg. Something better than 205 Live, because right now it's not working. It's just not working. And of course, if you think about it, you know, people might rather see. Heck, they might even pop on old episodes of Primetime Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you could do that, or old school stuff like Thunder or Nitro or TBS Saturday Night. And I can tell you right now, I have also heard right now, and this is what I heard earlier too. I didn't mention this on the news earlier, but I have heard, and I'm reading it right now, according to reports. Two things: one, there's reports that maybe, maybe now David Otonga could be back this Sunday in Boston for the first time since his little incident how on the pre-show, and two. Jerry the King Waller, I guess, did an interview, I guess, today on his podcast or whatever, and there's talk that him and JR might be back together, possibly. And he said here that he says he might be reuniting with JR. It says, this is the report, however. He discussed this today on his latest dinner with the King podcast. He will reunite, hopefully, with JR on the 25th anniversary of Raw in late January. And this is what he said today. It's almost 99.9% certain that JR and I will probably be reunited for the 25th anniversary on January 22nd to do commentary. Probably the show will be broadcasted from two different locations, however. Either us at the Manhattan Center or at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. We don't know yet, but we're going to find out very, very soon. Oh, that'd be great to hear. Yeah. Great to hear. I mean, if you, you know, that that's what I think they should do. I mean, that's one thing they should do now on Monday nights, you know. I mean, if they're going to try to make things better, however, instead of doing, like I said, I mean, I don't mean, I know, I don't mean, I mean, certain markets, however, like this case, however, if you're going to do like a special, like certain specials like this, however, have one show like J.R. and King, like he said, in Manhattan or Brooklyn, and then have the other guys like Booker or Booker Cole and Graves or Cole and Graves or something like that at the other arena. You know, if they're going to do certain specials like this. If not, I understand. But like I said, on this night, since it is the 25th anniversary, we're going to do two separate locations close by. It only works. You do two hours and maybe of like the one announced team, and then the last hour do it with the other team. Do something yeah. unique. Change it up a little bit. If not, how are you going to do all three hours? How are with all the announcers like five announcers for all three hours? It might be a little choppy and chompy, but at the same time, hopefully the fans will watch still. Love to wait and see. Right, absolutely. And John did make one good point about what you were saying there, J.D. He said that the WWE has taken major hits, he says, ever since Chris Benoit killed his family and CM Punk walked out of the WWE. Well, I can tell you also, and this is a report. This is early reports. Now I'm saying this. There is some speculation, though, and I'm reading this now on everyone's favorite, IWNerd.com, apparently. We know that Roman Reigns will not be on this Monday, apparently. But there is some speculation going around. This is according to Wrestling Inc. now, maybe, that we could see Roman Reigns and John Cena 2 Christmas night in Chicago for the IC title. On Christmas night? In Chicago. Yep. Holy cow. That would be a big match for Christmas night. That would be huge. But like I said, he will not be there this Monday, though, apparently. 
Mm. And like I said, well, and I've and I've talked about this before, and I I mean I've ran about this before, not on just this show, but on all all of our shows here. This one revisited debate, outside the books, whatever. I still think, and maybe Fonzie will agree with me, you'll agree with me, John will agree with me, everyone will agree with me, or disagree. Again, opinions vary. Just tape the damn show next Thursday and have it on a tape delay on Christmas night. Don't do a live show Christmas night. You know, what is the point? I mean, I understand you didn't do a show Thanksgiving. Like I said, you were off for a few days for Thanksgiving. But then when you announced, however, you're doing a show Christmas night, I don't get that. I just don't get that. I think it's stupid. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much, here, JD. Uh, and of course, Fonzie and John. Thank you very much, here, gentlemen, for bringing for for bringing, of course, your your thoughts and opinions on last night's SmackDown Live broadcast. John did also add one thing to what uh, JD just said. John Cena never won the IC title. Maybe Cena could have a decent run with, with that belt. He could have a big Christmas night, however. If he could pull off a Christmas night miracle, to say the least. That would be something if he would do that. Yeah, that's one title I just read, too. He has never held that, however. And that would be a shocker, to say the least, however. I mean, he could do that and surprise everyone. Absolutely. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., there again. Uh, <clears throat> let's take care of this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound this is episode 430 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. This is uh, Wednesday, December 13th, 2017. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared D. Gerolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, is there with us here this evening. <clears throat> and let's uh, go ahead and jump on in here to this here, folks. Uh, I know, like I said, here uh, on Friday, we'll, uh, JD and John will... I'm sure Fonzie as well will be bringing your thoughts and opinions uh, about who will win each match at uh, Clash of Champions coming up on Sunday. Uh, I would like to run down the matches that we have here thus far. Uh, Listen here, of course, this is going to be a SmackDown event coming up here on uh, Sunday the 17th. Of course, here from the TD Garden, of course, in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, Of course, several sponsors this year, I I should say. Mattel, Toys R Us, Tap Out, and Aeropostle. Very yeah, they, they they definitely uh, got a lot of sponsors locked in this year. This is the first time, I think, in a long time they've had more than one or two big sponsors, I think, when you think about it. And John, did I have one more quick thing about about what we were talking about with John Cena and the and Roman and the Intercontinental Belt. It's Cena versus Reigns for the IC title in Chicago. That would be a show stealer just like Reigns versus Cesaro. Even though John said he doesn't like Roman Reigns more and more, he's gotten he's gotten over with the crowd a bit. His matches with Elias, Jason Jordan, and Cesaro have been fun. Yeah, he fought a great. I mean, he has been. I mean, Michelle will disagree, obviously. Of course, again, opinions vary from all of us. But you're right. But the thing is, Roman has done pretty well with that belt. I mean, he had a good match with Cesaro. I thought uh, this past week with one good leg. He's had a, and like I said. Uh, who the other two, he said, uh, Jason, he wasn't bad with Jordan. I mean, Jordan held his own with him. Over Elias, 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 he was, Elias, he did surprise me. Elias actually, like I said, for the first time, I mean, like I said, I'm not a Elias supporter, as you know. But for the first time, however, I mean, i got to say, even though Elias was not on this week, or, Elias did hold his own. I will give him credit where credit's due a few weeks ago when Roman uh, defended his title the first time. So, so. Cool. that's my thought. Okay. All right. Well, Elias, let's wait and see what happens uh, with that. 
Uh, let's run down the matches here. Um, I'm just going to actually read off what they are, and then what I'm going to do is go through everyone to get their opinions on which one they think will um, um, will be the. Well, I'm going to do. I'm going to do. So I'm going to do three things here, guys. Out of the matches we've got last year, uh, added right here, I'm going to ask these three questions. Which one do you think will be the best match? The best match of Clash of Champions in Europe? Just you know, I know the show's not until Sunday. But just give just give your opinion. That's all I ask. Okay. You know the best match at this event, which they will be the worst match at this at, at this event, and also which match do you think will be, should be the main event of Clash of Champions? Now, I'm gonna run them all down here first. So let me do that first, and then get your opinion okay. here. All right. First off, the pre-show match, uh, singles match here, pitting uh, former uh, partners, of course, the Hype Brothers, Zack Ryder versus Mojo Rawley. Uh, singles match for the WWE, WWE title. AJ Styles defends against Jinder Mahal with the Singh brothers in Mahal's corner. Triple threat match for the United States title. Baron Corbin defending against both Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler. A lumberjill match for the SmackDown women's title as Charlotte Flair will defend the belt against Natalya. A fatal four-way tag team match for the SmackDown tag team titles. The Usos will defend against the New Day uh, either, of course, of course, Big E, Kofi, and or Xavier Woods. It would be a comp- it would be one of two out of these three gentlemen. Also, the team of Sheldon Benjamin and Chad Gable, and now also Rusev and Aiden English have been have been have been put in this match as well. Uh, a tag team match with both uh, Commissioner Shane McMahon and GM Daniel Bryan as special guest referees. Uh, of course, if one of the teams here loses, I'll tell you who that is in a minute. They would both be fired from all of WWE. And, of course, the match is Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura teaming up to do battle against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. But if Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lose, they will, the other one, they will be fired from WWE. And another tag team match, of course, that we just mentioned, Brizongo, of course, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze will take on Harper and Rowan, of course, now known as the Bludgeon Brothers. J.D., first off, let me go to you. First off, let me ask you, uh, your, and this is actually, but this is by your opinion for the time being. The way, what, what, what do you think that would be the best match at Clash, Clash of Champions? I think, at least I hope it's good, however, I think it's going to be that tag match with Randy and Shinsuke versus KO and Sammy. I mean, it could go 10, 15 minutes plus. However, I do smell something coming out of that, possibly either one or both, or one or the other is going to turn on the other, but it's going to be one of the better matches of the night, and I think it's going to be one of the most entertaining matches of the night. Okay. Uh, your opinion, which one will be the worst match of the night, of this paper? I think it's going to be probably something like Mojo and, and Zach. I just, I am not really entertained by this match. I'm not really excited about it. I just have no interest in it. It's going to be, I mean, even though it's on the pre-show, it just, it doesn't entertain me because, I mean, you think about it, these guys were fair and all right. They weren't that bad as a tag team. I mean, they could have been better. But I really just don't think that these two guys at one-on-one are going to be that great. And I also don't think the other match that's not going to be really entertaining is going to be the um, uh, what match am I thinking of here? Crap! I, uh, the Bludgeon Brothers versus uh, Brizongo. As much as I hate, as much as I love Brizongo, I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to make this short and sweet and maybe uh, show no mercy here. Do you think the pre-show? Which one do you think? Which one do you think of the two will be the worst of the two? Mo- Mojo and Zach. I mean, without question, this just does not entertain me at all. Uh, and in your opinion, the main event, which one match should it be? 
the main event, I think it's obviously going to be probably going to be AJ and Jinder, but they have had discussions already, and they are still talking about right now. They don't know if that this is going to be your main event or not, and it should be. However, it should still be AJ and Jinder, but if they switch it and go to the tag match with, uh, like I said, Randy and Shinsuke uh, bumping up, uh, bumping out AJ and KO and Jinder, uh, I'll be surprised, but I would not be surprised if that does become the case here. Uh, personally, I think it should be Randy and uh, Shinsuke versus KO and Sammy Howard because I think that's the plan. But if they leave it AJ and Jinder, I wouldn't be surprised here. So right now I'm kind of torn on both, but I want to go out on one. I think it'll be Randy and Shinsuke's main event. They have to main event something. I mean, we've seen a nice program with AJ and Jinder for a while, but it's time to step back and maybe go to the semi-main event or something like that here for once and just suck it up for once, you know, just let them have their time. Okay. All right. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Fonzie, I go to you now, sir, if you're still there with us. Uh, <clears throat> Fonzie, are you with us? Oh, let's see. I'll, I will I will come back to I will come back to Fonzie in just a moment. Uh, and uh, why don't we ask you? Okay. Well, John, as soon as John I read John's, I will give you my I'll give you my opinion too. I mean, to be fair. I mean, I my says to be fair. I'll give it. Okay. Uh, are you are you are you trying are you are you trying to are you trying to sneak into the host chair there, JD? No, you always give your opinion too, usually with these big ones. So I figured we throw you uh, a bone too. I got you, and I was teasing you, by the way. Okay, all right. I was just keeping you on your toes there, man. Okay, yeah, keep in mind that. All right, John says this here. He, he, John's saying that he believes that the main event should be the match with uh, Orton and Nakamura versus KO and Sammy. Uh, that he thinks should be the main event, John. Your opinion, which one do you think would be the best match at Clash of the Champions out of the seven they have lined up? Uh... John believes that it will be the tag match pitting Orton and uh, Nakamura versus Sammy and Kevin Owens. And John said, once again, he would like to see it as, as the main event there as well. Um, very good point there, J.D. I mean, John, thank you. Uh, and, John, which one do you think would be the worst match of this event? And that's why we do that. Let me double-check your response. Are you with us, sir? Okay, he must have step away for a moment. So, as soon as John finishes with his, I will give I will give my opinion as well. Uh, uh, John believes that it's the one between both uh, former Hype Brothers members, as like you said, JD Ryder and Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I do agree. Uh, thank you very much, sir, John, for for that very good uh, thought there. All right. Uh, okay. Okay, uh let's see best match, say best match 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 crap. I can't talk. Best match Best match, worst match and main event, as I said. Okay. Uh well, you know, you got some you got some good you got some good good match good good card a pretty decent card for this so far. Uh um this might throw everyone here for a little bit of a loop here. Okay. 
and I like everyone. I, I value everyone's opinion. I think y'all have some great opinions about this about this event. And it's going to be dependent upon, of course, how they do this Sunday as well. I mean, that's another thing about this. Uh, I think the best match of this is going to be the one for the women's title. Um, I think Charlotte's going to give Natalia a real good run. Uh, of course, like you say, uh, uh, JD, there's, uh, uh, we hope that, of course, Carmella does not cash in money in the bank. But, of course, if we, it's possible that may happen here. I'm not sure. Uh, the, 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 the ladies around ringside, around the ring may get involved in this somehow. Uh, and and somebody may be doing this on behalf of Natalia. Natalia might be able to score the win and get the belt back. I don't know. But it will be a great contest. The ladies have, like I said, the women's revolution has is, has picked it up here big time, indeed. Uh, the worst match, I got to agree with everybody. I got to say the pre-show is probably going to be the worst one. Uh, of course, it's sad that the Hype Brothers are no longer together, but I think we saw this coming. There's been some talk, I think, I, I there was some talk at one point that Mojo was going to probably be healed at some point down the road. Yeah, and it came. Uh, so, so, and it finally happened, so right there it is. But still, I mean, a lot of people have probably put it in the pre-show. They probably want to get it done with rather quickly. And what I think is going to be the main event, uh, you know, to be honest with you, and, and uh, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, we'll say, you know, of course, a big title match, like the WWE title match here with AJ and Gender, you know, that you know, you would you would think of academic that they would make that the main event. Uh, but you know, I gotta also agree too. I think the one pitting RKO and Nakamura versus KO and Sammy. I really because, of course, like I said, the circumstances, you know, possibly regarding if whether or not Shane or DB turns heel. I mean, that's gonna be one thing people are gonna probably be looking at. Other than you know what the actual stipulation here is, of course, KO and Sammy they end up losing their jobs. So I mean, who knows what will happen here. Uh, Fonz, are you back with us, sir? He has to step away for a studio. Still stepped away for a moment. That's what I. I, I think it's the best. Okay, okay, all right. And uh, <clears throat> and while JD has stepped away for a moment here, ladies and gentlemen, let's give you this one more time: one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode four hundred and thirty. Of WWS Revolution, of course, this is uh, Wednesday, December thirteenth, two thousand and seventeen. Mister WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Uh, 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 um, <clears throat> here with you here uh, this evening. Uh, JD, have you returned, sir? He has not. Okay. Uh, Folks, just to give you, of course, a quick reminder, programming reminder here, uh, of course, uh, tomorrow night, of course, I, uh, 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 I don't know about uh, an episode of Top Heel Inc. tomorrow night, but we'll have, of course, NWO Wolfpack, the second installment, come on, uh, rest, more wrestling news and views, history and birthdays, and some, some big-time surprises here, of course, some wrestling experts here, so definitely catch us there. 138-521-pound uh, tomorrow night from 9 to 11. And then, of course, we were told of a surprise that may, that uh, was possibly going to pop up here this uh, Friday night. Of course, as of course one of our own here celebrates a birthday. Um, 
we did hear, of course, that one of our own is going to be making his return after a little bit of a long illness here. And uh, we'll uh, divulge it. We'll be, and we'll say this, we'll say primarily say this more as a little bit of a surprise here, but I think it's going to be pretty darn good here. But the Friday edition of Revolution, of course, is Friday night, one three eight oh five five pounds from 9 to 11 p.m. Uh, Fonzie, are you back with us? J.D., are you back with us? I'm here, yeah, I'm here. Okay. Uh, well, uh, J.D., if, uh, if you'd like to talk about a couple of quick things right fast, i got to step for just a minute. I'll be right back. Okay. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, Power Hour will be back, of course, ladies and gentlemen, this Saturday, of course, at 5 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, 14364 is the caller ID. Also, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, however, we also can tell you that this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, following the Clash of the Champions show, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk about our favorite moments upcoming in the new year and recap the Clash of the Champions. So be sure to check it out on Raw Radio, which will be, well, let's just say, one of our final shows of the year. Join Fonzie, myself, John, Gerard, Michelle, Chad, Michelle, as I mentioned, sorry, and uh, JML, uh, Jeff, of course, the rest of the gang. So be sure to check it out this coming Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Also, speaking of Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, a very special edition of Revolution will be coming to you live this Sunday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, at 5 p.m. Of course, join the gang as they will be giving you their final predictions of 2017 as far as that goes here on Revolution. And maybe some bets might be made along the way, too, so be sure to check that out as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, a quick reminder, of course, uh, that tomorrow night, Top Hill Inc. will be back in the saddle again. 7 p.m. will be the time. Of course, 14562 is the caller ID. Of course, join Gerard, Michelle, myself, and whoever else comes on the line. And then at 9 o'clock, we'll be back in the saddle this time with Wolfpack Radio. Who knows what will be in store for Wolfpack Radio in our next to last show of the year. 138521 call ID number, however, as that will be one that will be very interesting to listen to tomorrow night. And then Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we will definitely talk more about Clash of the Champions. Oh, I see you're back. Yes, but that's okay. No, you go ahead. Finish. finish. No, I'm finished. I thought I, thought, I, thought I heard Fonzie, too. Fonzie, are you back? He I must know. have. I thought okay. I heard him. Yeah, um, but uh, um, I don't know. Um, I still haven't listened, so... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, so I'm hoping he's okay. Uh, of course, he had a little bit of a bump up during our title match last night. So, yeah. I hope I hope he I hope he's okay with that. Uh, well, you know what? I was digging through some of the files here, folks, and you know how we've been talking about we've been going through a lot of the of the older um, matches from the from some of the WWE 2K games that we uh, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Oh, thank you. Uh, Sting it up on me like that. <laughs> and of course, y'all, y'all remember I actually did a few, uh, a few matches here and there uh, as a result of some of the characters and some of these WWE 2K games and everything. Well, I dug up one paper, and this is probably not all of the. This a lot of them are going to be in disarray mm-hmm. here and there, but you know that's okay. We can go back and look through them all. Mm-hmm. I was kind of thinking. If, uh, you know, we got some time to kill here. Um, I know we did say we were going to do a little something extra here tonight, but we'll hold on to that for Wolfpack tomorrow night. Uh, and what we were going to do is something we started on Outside the Ropes earlier this evening here, folks. If you didn't, if you listened, uh, we, myself, J.D., and John, 
reviewed the uh, the first ten of the list uh, from a website here uh, that was posted. Um, uh, the post was made, I think, earlier this. I think on the fourth of this month. I said uh, of the 100 best Christmas time. Uh, some surprises there. The first ten, I think. Uh, but tomorrow night on Wolfpack, we will, we will do we will do another ten of those. We'll wait till tomorrow night. All right. All right. Yeah. So, but in the I found this right here because I mean I would love I would love to have everyone start uh, you know pondering repondering a lot of things. And yeah, I remember you know whenever we did start doing these, that one, a couple of the one of the WB2K games had different variations of of the same wrestler. And they would be involved in, in different matches and everything. And I did I did have that set up. I'm sure JD you recall this um, when when we did this. Uh, <clears throat> so let let's let, let's give this break because a lot of these guys are probably no longer wrestling uh, in the WWE. But it's funny, you know, just to go back and reminisce on some of this. Uh, Fonzie, are you back with us, sir? Okay, uh, JD, you and John, I'm sure, like I said, y'all won't mind going back and trying a couple of these things out. Uh, you're, you're okay with it? Cool. JD, you're okay yeah. with it? Yeah, sorry. What was it? Yeah, that's okay. John, you're okay with it as well? John does not mind either. Okay, all right. Here, here's, 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 I'm sure y'all not remember some of these matches here. Uh, the first one I did here, and I'm going to do it just like how I did them before, just the way I had them set up here. Uh, I did I did one of the matches I did, it was like towards the end, I did a Fatal Five-Way match up here. I pitted The Undertaker as he is today, taking on The Undertaker as he was during the Attitude Era, taking on Victor of the Ascension, also, Xavier Woods of the New Day and Zack Ryder. Uh, J.D., in your opinion, who do you think will win in this fatal five way? All right. All right. So, uh, like it's, <laughs> sorry. Uh, what was uh, who who are the competitors again? Okay, no problem. I can repeat it. It is the Undertaker as we know him today yeah. versus the Undertaker from the Attitude Era versus Victor from the Ascension versus Xavier Woods. From the new from the new day versus Zack Ryder. I'm gonna say uh, uh, the Ascension. I'm gonna say Victor. Okay, uh, John. Who do you think here, Bud? I don't think I know who he's gonna pick, but uh, who do you think? John is saying the Undertaker from the Attitude Era. I'm pull the off here. Okay, Fonzie, are you back with us? Okay, he must have probably had to take care of some business. If you know what I mean. Uh, and uh, we'll we'll get his opinion on some of these here too. Uh, here in just a little bit. Uh, the next one, next few I'm gonna do are six six man tags. Okay. All right. Uh, the first one here I have Brock Lesnar teaming up with Cesaro and Chris Jericho versus Christian, Big Cass, and Curtis Axel. JD. Axel, Christian, and who? Big Cass. Uh, I'm gonna say Christian. No, 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 remember, it's a six-man tag. Oh. Kristen, Big Cass, and Axel are teaming up with each other. Take on Brock Lesnar, Cesaro, and Jericho. Brock, Jericho, and Cesaro. Okay. John, who do you pick?
calling it that. He's going, he's going to take Brock's team on that one, okay? All right, next matchup here, guys. J.D., I'll start with you again. Damian Mizdow, we all remember him. Darren Young and Dean Ambrose teaming up against Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler, and Enzo Amore. Enzo <laughs> Amore, Daniel Bryan, and who? Ziggler, you Dolph said? Ziggler versus Damian Mizdow, Darren Young, and Dean Ambrose. I want to say the D3 square team. The D, the D squared, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? John's going to say D squared there as well. Uh, all right, next up here, Eric Rowan. Von, Eric Rowan, Fandango, and Finn Balor. Versus Goldust, Heath Slater, and Hideo Itami. Uh, I want to say it'll be Goldust this team. Oh, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? And speaking of Hideo Itami, I think he's supposed to debut next week on 205 Live. Oh, okay. okay. And John is taking Rowan's team, Rowan, Fandango, and Finn Balor. Uh, let's pause for a second here, folks. Uh, J.D., if you need to add, go ahead and do so. i got to step one more time, and I'll be right back. All right. I'm trying to think of something. I turn show. Another Q. A third Q, and the Batman symbol. That be you here.
my hairy aunt. Is it alright? Is it alright? Eureka is diarrhea. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, JD, are you still with us? I'm still here. Okay, uh, Fonz, are you back? Something must have happened. He's not. Well, we hope, we hope, we hope he's okay there. Uh, all right, uh, and uh, uh, John did make one pr- uh, point. You mentioned something about uh, Hideo and Tommy there, uh, JD. Yeah, I said uh, you'll be debuting on 205 Live next week. And John says that he, he, his pity believes that Dale Tommy may be the last hope for 205 Live. What's that? What did he say? He said that Dale Tommy may be the last hope. hope I, I would Live. agree. I would definitely agree, John. He has to be. I mean, if he doesn't, then they might as well just pack it up. Yeah, I would agree. I definitely would. Definitely do. <laughs> All right, next up here, guys, uh, next uh, six-man tag. We've got Jack Swagger, JBL, and Jay Uso versus Jimmy Uso, Kalisto, and Kane as corporate Kane, BD. I am going to say, who was the first team again? Sorry. Jack Swagger, JBL, and Jay Uso. Yeah. You're going to say that team, okay? Uh, John, your thoughts here? John is going to agree with you there, JD. Okay, next match up here, guys. Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, and Connor from the Ascension versus Lord Stephen Regal, Luke Harper, and Mark Henry when he was when he's of course as he is now the world's strongest man, JD. Well, who is it again? Sorry. Kevin Owens, Kofi Kingston, and Connor mm-hmm. versus Lord Stephen Regal, Luke Harper. And Mark Henry, as the, of course being as of course as he is now the world's strongest man. I am definitely, uh, like I said, take the K square team. You're going to take the K, to take Team K there, okay? Uh, John, your thoughts here? He's also going to agree with JD on that one as well. Uh, next up here, guys, <clears throat> we have the team of The Miz, Neville, and versus Randy Orton, The Rock, as we know him today, and Roman Reigns. AD. The Rock's team, Howard. He'll rock bottom every... Randy will stun everyone, baby. You never know how I... <laughs> John, your take care on who would win this match?
John, it was, other than The Rock from today and Roman Reigns, it was also Randy Orton. John's going to take The Rock, Reigns, and RKO. Okay. Uh, Next up here, guys, we have the team of The Rock when he was doing the Nation of Domination, teaming up with Rusev and Ryback versus Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Sheamus, J.D. I'm going to say Sami Zayn and Sheamus' team. All right, Sami Zayn, Seth Rollins, and Sheamus, okay. Uh, John, your take here. John's going to take Sammy, Seth, and Sheamus, okay? Next up here, uh, of course, before he left the WWE, of course, he was in, I think he might have been involved in this match. I'm not sure. Simon Gotch, Sin Cara, and Stardust versus Sting as the Crow in the WWE, the Surfer Sting, and, the, and Sting when he was doing the Crow thing in WCW, J.D. Yes. Who do you pick? Who do I pick? Do, 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 do you need to repeat the match? Yeah. Okay. Must be getting sleepy there, buddy. <laughs> Simon Gotch, Sin Cara, and Stardust versus Sting as a WWE Crow Sting, Sting as the Surfer Sting, and uh, the WCW version of the Crow Sting. I am going to say the Crow Sting. You're going to say all three? You're going to say the sting times three, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay. John, your take here? John's going to go with uh, the trifecta of sting. There you go. <laughs> next up here, next up here, guys, <clears throat> we'll do a couple more here. Um we have the team of the extreme superstar Steve Austin, Titus O'Neil, and Triple H, of course, as he's known now, the King of Kings, versus Triple H when he was in DX, Tyler Breeze, and Tyson Kidd. JD. Uh, I'm going to say Triple H, however. Which Triple H? Uh. The one as he's known as he's known now, or when he was in DX. Now, no. Now, okay. All right, uh, uh, John, your thoughts. Fonz, are you back with us? You know, should still be away for just a minute. Excuse me. Sorry about that. And John has also taken the Triple H from today along with Titus O'Neil and the extreme superstar Steve Austin. Okay, other matches here. We're also going to have some women's matches here in a moment here, guys. <clears throat> okay. We have uh we have some we have some tag teams and also some uh, one, we have one legendary one on one match here, guys. 
Larry Zabisco taking on Tatsumi Fujinami, J.D.? I am going to say uh, 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 Tatsumi Fujinami, surprisingly. I'm going against uh, Larry Zabisco on this one. You're going to take Fujinami over Zabisco? Mm -hmm. John, your take here, Larry Zabisco versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Damn it. Sorry. John's going to take Fujinami in this as well. Here is a tag team match here, of course. Um, We are, of course, uh, I'm sure this tag team match is happening up in heaven, or it's probably happened in heaven. The big boss man teams up with Jesse Rhodes, if you will, versus the team of Mr. Perfect and Rowdy Roddy Piper. JD. Draw. I would, you know, I would definitely agree with that as well. John, your take on this? Big Boss Man and Rhodes versus Perfect and Piper. John is going to take Mr. Perfect and Rowdy Piper to win this one. Hmm. All right, here we go. Here with some other. Um, here's, a, here's a couple more tag team matches. The Bushwhackers versus Harlem Heat, J.D. Harlem Heat. John? Harlem Heat is for, is for John as well. Bonzi, are you back with us? He must have left us tonight. Yeah, he may have probably, probably, it might be, he might have probably, as I would say, take the Browns to the Super Bowl, I guess. I don't know. Well, I hope he's okay, though, still. I hope he's all yep. right. Uh, another tag team match here the Outsiders versus the Natural Disasters. The Outsiders, you can't go wrong with them. Yep. John, the Outsiders versus the Natural Disasters. Remind me to tell you something after this. Okay. John is saying the Outsiders will win this match, okay? Now we get to some ladies' matchups here, guys. Rosa Mendez taking on Sensational Sherry, J.D. Uh, well, Rosa had a nice backside, as we all know. <laughs> However, uh, I'm taking Sherry this one. Okay. All right. John, Rosa Mendez versus Sensational Sherry. John's going to take Sherry as well, all right? All right, let's see here. Uh, Oh, okay, here we go. Here's a six-woman tag match. Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, and Cameron versus Emma, Eva Marie, and Layla, J.D. Brie Bella's team. Okay. John, your take? John's also, I mean, John's also also going to take Bree's team as well. All right. Another match here. 
Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella versus Paige, Summer Rae, if I'm not mistaken, this is the Stephanie McMahon as we know her today, J.D. Who's Nikki teaming up with? Naomi and Natalia. Yeah, and three. Okay, all right. John, Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella versus Paige, Stephanie McMahon, um, of course, as being the authority, we'll say, and Summer Rae. John's going to take Nikki Bella's team as well. Uh, <clears throat> another uh, six-woman tag right here. Tamina, Lita, and Alundra Blaze versus Stephanie McMahon in her re- actual wrestling gear, Trish Stratus, and AJ Lee. JD. Who was the competitors again? Sorry. Tamina, Alundra Blaze, and Lita versus Stephanie McMahon as a competitor. Trish Stratus and AJ Lee. Trish and AJ. And and Stephanie McMahon, okay? Yes, that pain uh, me to say it, though, as much as that pain me to do that. Oh, I can understand. <laughs> I understand what you mean. Uh, John, your take here, who would win this matchup? John, the match was Tamina, Alundra Blaze, and Lita versus Stephanie McMahon as an actual wrestler, Trish Stratus, and A.J. Lee. John's going with Tamina, Alundra, and Lita on this. And... Here is matches here. Here the next last the last well, there's one more after these two that I'm gonna do. That was included in in the in the game here. I think it was like two K sixteen or seventeen, I think. I think it was two two K sixteen, I think. But some of these wrestlers were not included in um <clears throat> in the in the particular game. And you y'all will understand why in a minute. The first one is another six-man tag. Alberto Del Rio, Cody Rhodes, and Corey Graves on one team versus Justin Gabriel, Rey Mysterio, and Rob Van Dam, J.D. Corey Graves' team. Okay. John, who do you think? Bonzi, are you back with us, sir? Apparently not. No. He's still... I'm still having listed. And John's going with Team Graves as well. <clears throat> and I'm going to do that. <laughs> and if, and one, this one right here is a triple threat of for three guys that were not in the game as well, this particular one in the game as well. The Great Kali versus Hulk Hogan versus CM Punk, J.D. Who's the matches against? Sorry. Great Kali versus Hulk Hogan versus CM Punk, a triple threat match. I'm going to take the Hulkster. Okay. John, who do you think? Great Khali versus Hulk Hogan versus CM Punk. John's going to take Hulk Hogan as well. 
And one more here off this old list right here, and I might bring some of this, bring these matches back here again sometime. And of course, I have some of these posted on the 2K Showcase page. If you want to check that out as well. Next one here is a six-man tag, and and Johnson. That's all he's going to have to say for the matches for tonight. So, uh, okay, John's going. Okay, John's got. He's going to do this last one here. That he's going. To, that he's going to leave for the night. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Uh, now we do have now just coming on coming on here at the late hour we have guest five popping on here. Not sure who this is, but guest five, welcome to episode four thirty of Revolution. Of course, I am Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. It could be, uh, of course, the Iceman Jared DiGiromo and the Human Suplex Machine John Gross. We also have another gentleman. He's probably stepped away for a moment. His name is Fonzie. Hey. So, uh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm back. We had a little bit of difficulties with my satellite here. <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> oh, that's that's okay there. That's okay there, guys. That's yeah, no I was talking with the the satellite company, and <laughs> so I was with both phones. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, well, I'm sorry. We that's okay. That's okay, buddy. We were wondering what happened. We hope we didn't. We hope you you were okay there. To make sure nothing. Oh was going. yeah, no, I'm fine. Uh, I was fine. We might catch him up on the matches. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll throw out I'll I'll throw out the last few that we did, um, yeah. and I'll run through some of the other other ones here a little bit later on. Uh, uh, nice. No, thank you. <laughs> Monty, Monty, I'm going to run these matches down. This is some, one of the lists that I did from one of the previous WWE 2K games I made, like fantasy matchups of my own based on the characters that were yeah. and were in this game. So uh, just, just a quick opinion uh, about who you think will win each match. Um, mostly six-person tags and also uh, regular tag matches, a couple one-on-ones, all that good stuff. Okay. This okay. Is, we'll, do, we'll, we'll do this list real quickly. Uh, and wait a minute. Oh, coming in here at the late hour. Uh, I believe I have an idea as to who this is here. Uh, uh, with 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 thank you. As a, as a person on the call here, uh, would go ahead and uh, and uh, speak up here, please. Hello, guys. It's it's big bad Bobby. Yes, Mr. Hulkamania. Bobby, Bob how Zippy. you doing, guy? It's been a while since we've heard from you. How you doing? Yeah. Good. Merry Christmas. At this, yeah. and of course, ladies and gentlemen, of course, the man who did go with me to Starcade over here in Greensboro back this Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, before I get the run down these matches here, <laughs> um, uh, Bobby, if you would like to give a quick take as to how, what you thought of Starcade, uh, we never heard your opinion about it. I thought a lot of the matches were pretty good. Certainly. Anyone stood out in your opinion? I have to say the um, final match was probably the best of them all. Which was the match between uh, AJ and Jinder for the belt and the steel case. Yeah. And they'll be doing that here in Pittsburgh soon, actually. Mm. uh, Yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Indeed. Um, and, and like I said, Bobby, we're running down. We're, I'm going through an old list of ma- fantasy matchups that I made personally off of one of the WWE 2K games that came out a couple years ago. Uh, right. just, just killing some time here. 
Uh, you may not know who's probably some who some of these guys are or teams are, but we'll just we're going I'll, I'll run it down for you and Fonzie here this time around. Uh, JD and John has given their opinions about these matches. Uh, <clears throat> um, <laughs> Fonzie, I'll ask you first, and then Bobby, I'll ask you. Sorry. Fonzie has too much to drink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, uh, Fonzie, I'll ask you this first. Uh, Larry Sabitzko versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Who would win this match? Larry, you said Larry Sabisco? Yeah. Larry Sabisco versus Tatsumi Fujinami. Uh, Larry Sabisco. Okay. Uh, Bobby, I'm pretty sure you're not familiar with either one of these gentlemen, but just like I said, just for fun, who do you think will pull it off? Uh, I'd go with Larry. I'm sorry, Bobby. I'm sorry. I just have to go with Larry. You can go with Larry, okay? All right. Tag team matchup here, guys. And this is probably a match that's probably happened in heaven already. Uh, But get your opinion on this tag team match. The Big Boss Man teamed up with Dusty Rhodes, if you will, versus Mr. Perfect and Rowdy Roddy Piper. Monty, your take on who would win this. Rodney Rodney Pipes. You want to go with Perfect and Piper? That's where you're going? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Fon, uh, Bobby, who do you think here? Boss Man and Dusty Rhodes versus Mr. Perfect and Piper? I have to go with Dusty Rhodes. You go with Dusty and the Boss Man, okay? Next one is another tag team match here, guys. Fonzie, the Bushwhackers versus Harlem Heat. Who would win this? The Bushwhackers, you said? Yes, the Bushwhackers versus Harlem Heat, yeah. Oh, the Bushwhackers. Oh, okay. Bobby, who do you think? Bushwhackers versus Harlem Heat. Now, Bobby, I was going to say the same thing. Okay, well, I was going to say Harlem Heat has had Booker T in the team, by the way. I'm sure you know who Booker T is. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That was, that was okay. a team with WCW, by the way. But uh, do you want to change your answer? Nah. Okay, all right, that's all I'll let you know. Okay. All right, next one up here, the Outsiders, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash versus Earthquake and Typhoon, the Natural Disasters. Bonzi, who do you think? Uh, the Outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scotty Hall. There you go. Uh, Bobby, who do you think? I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, because the Outsiders, of course, part of the NWO there. Okay. All right. Never go to some ladies' matches here, guys. Uh, Rosa Mendez taking on Sensational Sherry. Fonzie, who do you think would pull this off? <laughs> Rose, oh, Rose <laughs> Mendez. Whatever her last name is. <laughs> Rosa Mendez? There you yeah. go. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Bobby, uh, Rosa Mendez, she's a, a recent female superstar. She's no longer wrestling. Sensational Sherry is a one that was, that was in part of the WWF back in the day, uh, um, she was mostly a wrestler. She also was a manager as well. Um, she, she managed managed bad, didn't she? Managed two. Wasn't she? Didn't she come out with AIDS a lot of times? No, 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 no. She actually came out back in the day. She came out with uh, everybody from I think JDM. Have on here like this, like Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair. 
That's what uh, it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, didn't she always uh, have that um, cigar in her mouth? No, that was no. You're thinking of Marlena, who came out with uh, Goldust. That's who you're thinking. Okay. Yeah, that was Goldust's real life. What real Goldust's real life wife at the time, by the way. Uh, now she also came out with Harlem Heat too during the WCW days as well. Um, okay. But uh, but who do you think will win this matchup between her and Rosa Mendez? I'm going with Sherry. Going with Sherry. Okay. Here's some recent names here. Some are no longer wrestling and some are still are. Uh, Fonzie, I'll ask you this first. Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, and Cameron versus Emma, Eva Marie, and Layla. Who do you think will pull off the win here? Oh. I'm going to go for the first one. You'll go with Alicia, Brie Bella, and Cameron, okay? Yeah. Uh, Bobby, who do you think, bud? I have to agree with that. I don't agree with that, okay? All right, the next one I will try to explain as best as possible can. Uh, this one will pit Naomi, Natalia, and Nikki Bella versus Paige, Stephanie McMahon, as she is, of course, as far as the the authority. I'm sure Fonzie and Bobby have heard, remember the authority, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember Paige. And, and Summer Rae. <laughs> That's, oh. that's the Who do you think will pull off the win in this? Um, Nikki Bella and her team. Okay. Bobby, who do you think? Just because I don't like um, the authority, I'm going I'm to go with Nikki Bella and her team. They all mean Okay. All right. They good opinions all around. <laughs> um, one more one more of the, with the women and then a couple more guys. And, and I'll explain about the guys, these two guys' matches here in a minute. The last women's match here is another six-woman tag pitting Tamina, Alundra Blaze, and Lita versus Stephanie McMahon dressed up like just as if she's ready to compete. You get what I'm what saying there? What's she going to compete? As she te- and she's teaming up with Trish Stratus and AJ Reed. Diary for the new one. For the new uh, month. Fonzie? I don't think it has no count. I'm sorry. I'm talking to my father. I'm sorry. That's okay. Let me repeat uh, the match. The match? I'm sorry. No problem. I'll repeat it again. Tamina, Alundra Blaze, and Lita versus Stephanie McMahon dressed up, dressed to com- actually dressed in her ring gear, we'll say. He was with Trish Stratus and AJ Lee. Oh, God. You put my girl in there. Trish. She should be on the other side, not with Stephanie. I gotta go with Trish. You'll go with Stephanie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bobby, who who do you think will pull the win off in this? Mm. I'm gonna have to go with uh, AJ Lee. Okay, now keep in mind, Bobby, that, that another version of Stephanie McMahon is in this on this team as well. That's fine. All right. Do you so? Do you want to keep that? Do you want to keep your keep yeah. your uh? Keep your pick. Okay. Here's a six, another six-man tag. And the next two matches I do is a six-man tag and a triple threat. Fonzie, Bobby, I will let you know that these guys were not in one of the WWE 2K games that I got this off of. Okay? I will let you know about that. Okay. That way you won't have to ask which game it is. I'm not sure. I forget. I think it was 2K16, but these guys were not on the game. I will let you know about that. Okay? Uh, 
Okay. The six-man tag of half here pits Alberto Del Rio, Cody Rhodes, and Corey Graves versus Justin Gabriel, Ray Mysterio, and Rob Van Dam. Wow. I'm going to go with a draw and not. Sorry. That's a, no, no, that's okay. No, no, no. A couple, I think... Uh, I think we had a lot of folks come on here and said the same thing about this match. Bobby, who do you think, bud? Which Rob Van Dam is it? I would assume it's. Uh, it's that's not. It's not a particular version. It's. It's. Okay. Uh, it's just Rob Van Dam. But like I said, this, this character was not on the game itself. I will tell you that. Okay. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm gonna go with Rob Van Dam's team. All right, him and Ray Mysterio and Justin Gabriel, okay? Yeah. Here's, this triple threat match has three guys that I was that would some people was quoted as saying that should have been in this game but was not, okay? The Great Khali versus Hulk Hogan versus CM Punk, Fonzie. Great, oh, jeez. I gotta say, Great Khali. Okay. Bobby, Greg Kali versus Hulk Hogan versus CM Punk. Who do you think would win this triple threat? Uh, Greg Kali. Greg Kali, okay. And John, uh, and, and and this is for everybody here, okay? JD and John, you're back in the mix here for this last match. And Bob, Bobby, you and Fonzie are also back in, are in this here, here too. Uh, and this is, and then two of these guys, I'll explain who they are in just a minute. Uh, Samoa Joe teams up with Los Matadores, who we now know as, of course, uh, the Colones. Um, Colons? The, Col- the Colons. Yeah, the Burr. Okay. Um, Epico and Prima, but they were known as Los Matadores here, Diego and Fernando, versus the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, and the, and the team of Blake and Murphy. I want to say DiBiase, Blake, and Murphy. Okay. Uh, John, who do you think will pull off the win here? And while I'm getting that, Fonzie, let me go ahead and ask you, who do you think will pull off the win here? I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go to the same thing with Joe, uh, J.D. said. Okay. Uh, and John's also going to say the same. And Bobby, what do you think, Joe? Uh, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase team. Okay. Everybody has a price. <laughs> no, 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 JD. If I did, I gotta go. Too. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Okay, but we'll talk about you tomorrow. Thank you for popping on tonight, man. See you, right, Bobby. Have a good night, guys. All right, have a good night. Okay. On that note, here, guys, we do thank you for joining us here tonight for episode four thirty of WWS Revolution. Uh, of course, G- GCWS, beginning of a dream, of course, had our live video feed here tonight for Revolution 430. I do want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the last kicker, Ed Marie Rickenbach, she was on here a little bit earlier. Uh, also, I do want to thank uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, and also just now Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, uh, for joining us here uh, <clears throat> joining us here tonight. Uh, of course, to bring, to bring their opinions, of course, on... Uh, Everything here, where we talk about from SmackDown to Clash of Champions on Sunday to, um, to uh, of course, like I said, some, fa- some old fancy matchups I found from one of the WWE 2K games. Speaking of Clash of Champions, let me add one more quick thing before we go. 
The one, uh, of course, I've been, we've been talking about, of course, our prediction show this Sunday at 5 o'clock, of course, for Clash of Champions. I have not I have not fixed this up yet, but I will go and let you know that after careful consideration, the, the live video for the prediction show, Special Edition Revolution on Sunday, will be from the group called WWUS Interview Corner, if you want to view, view the video for the live video feed. For uh, our prediction show on Sunday, that's where it will be uh, Sunday night, Sunday afternoon at five o'clock. Uh, just want to let you know about that there as well. We'll give our thoughts and predictions on Clash of Champions, and we'll put down who we all think will win each matchup here. So, I uh, said the Iceman J.D. Jerky Geraldo, Super Machine John Gross, you know, uh, also of course the Heartbreak Kid Tommy, uh, the last kicker in the Rick Cross, Mr. Pokemania Bob Trigger, thank you very much for coming on here tonight, and we'll be back on here tomorrow, guys, with uh, the next second installment of the Radio Network NWO Wolfpack. Coming up here, of course, at 9 to 11, call ID 138-521-POUND. With our live video feed from there coming from there, coming from there tomorrow night from LWUS Latino Dynasty. So be sure to be there for that as well. Uh, Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkTube.com. We are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Guys, thank you for coming out here tonight. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care of yourselves and each other. Stay warm out there. See you in the ring. Uh, stay safe out there during the Christmas shopping season, of course. <clears throat> and uh, take care. Like I said, take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. <clears throat> God bless everyone. And have a terrific, terrific evening. Good night, everyone. Good night. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. O'Reilly Auto Parts